Hello friends, Anna Hines here, and I'm glad you found your way to this audio. So for those of you who don't know me, I am a health coach, an EFT practitioner, and a yoga instructor, and my particular line of work hones in on the emotional and mind blockages that could be keeping you from experiencing the level of health that you want. So if you're someone who knows what to do for your health, but you struggle to actually do it, or you sabotage yourself, or you really just want more freedom inside your own skin, then there's a good chance that this work can help you. So two ways to join in and get involved is one is through my one-on-one coaching, and you can find out more by going to anahines.com or through the retreats that I lead along with just an awesome team of practitioners. And to find out more about that, you can go to nakedretreats.org. And there are one-day retreats in the Lubbock, Texas area, and there are four-day retreats that we usually hold in Colorado or New Mexico. So let's dive in. Uh, But first, I, I always want to remind you that you are a wise and wonderful being. And so by listening to the content in this audio, you agree with the disclaimer located at anaheinz.com and agree to take full responsibility for your health and well-being. So in this audio, I want to share more about what to do when you get stuck and frustrated in your health or just in your emotional life. And I want to give you a few tools, some of my favorite tools to clear through these barriers. And, um, you know, many of us have a lot of knowledge of how we should feel or how we think we should feel or, um, but many of us haven't been given the tools to actually clear through the barriers and blockages that sometimes we'll wake up in the morning feeling, or we go to bed at night feeling. And, um, I'm going to share some of my favorite um, ways of working with those um, on a on a general level. So um, to go deeper, you definitely want to do coaching or the retreats. But I just want to give you an overview of this. So I want to explain some of these concepts by giving you a visual. And I use this uh, idea with my clients a whole lot because many times we are feeling stuck and frustrated and unable to move forward, and we can see. Uh, the life that we want to lead, the health that we want to really um, live into. We can see it ahead of us, but we're not feeling it. We're not embodying it. And um, it's it's easy to just feel like kind of like you're wading through peanut butter. So um, the visual I want to give you is imagine that you have uh, two mountains and a suspension bridge in between them. And the mountain that you're currently on Um, If you're feeling stuck or frustrated or you're dealing with anxiety or resistance to moving forward and the things that you know to do for your health, imagine that that mountain is called survival mode. And survival mode is, you know, the mountain that many of us die on. It's, It's the the fear that we find ourselves living in. It's the resistance to moving forward that many of us live in. It's um, some of the the programmed, um, you know, just survival mentalities that that our culture just kind of ingrains in us. And survival mode doesn't feel good. It feels heavy. It feels like that downward spiral where, again, you you wake up in the morning and you just feel like I can't get over the hump. So imagine that there's a suspension bridge that is is 
going from that survival mountain to to a place called creation mode. And creation mode represents your vision for your health or your life, your goal that you're really wanting to achieve, but it just, it's all bright and shiny and beautiful, but it just seems so far away. And so there's this suspension bridge that is in between survival mode and creation mode. And if you've ever been on a suspension bridge, you know how that first step off of the safety and comfortable grounded feeling of the mountain onto the bridge can feel a little unknown or scary or sometimes even terrifying. And I remember whenever I was uh, about five years old, I was on a family vacation in Tennessee and the hike that we ha- we did included this suspension bridge and i remember feeling that unsteadiness and that wobbliness and a little scary and you know you just kind of take a few deep breaths before you can make it across the bridge so it's very very similar to the journey that many of us have to take in order to move from where we are to where we want to go And I want to help you understand why there can be so much fear or anxiety or resistance to moving from where you are to where you want to go in your health. Because if you're one of those people that have been working on your health for a while and you probably have bumped into resistance or anxiety when you're trying to change old habits, food habits, thought habits, anytime that you're trying to make a change, it can feel very much like stepping onto that bridge and feeling the unknown and the the kind of void that is below you. And um, so the more you understand what's going on and why, the easier it is to feel safe to move across that bridge to where you want to go. So the first thing that's important to understand is that if you're feeling that stuckness or that anxiety or that um, nervousness about change, it's not that there's something wrong with you. It's not that you just don't have enough willpower to make these changes to your health. It's not that um, you're just stubborn. Um, Be very wary of labeling yourself. Always seek to understand what could be going on underneath the surface rather than labeling yourself. So I found that one of the biggest blockages in moving forward in health is the mind and not just your conscious mind. Usually the conscious mind is much more on board with the great changes we want to make in our health, right? Like we we think, oh man, that, that way of eating sounds awesome or, um, do, you know, exercising, doing this sounds great, or um, these supplements are fantastic, or maybe I should do some, you know, meditation. And But when we actually go to do it, we find ourselves stuck and blocked. And that's that's the survival mode that I'm talking about. That's that stuck place that, that we feel like we can't move forward in. So your conscious mind's usually really on board, but then there's this other thing to deal with here. That's your subconscious mind. And the subconscious mind is like the iceberg underneath the surface of the water. It's the 80 to 95% of your mind. And this is the part of the iceberg that sank the Titanic and it will sink your best intentions unless you know how to communicate with it, how to interpret it, how to understand it. So we have your conscious and subconscious mind that it has to be on board with the great changes that you want to make or else it's going to sabotage you. So at this point, you may be wondering, how did I get here? Why am I stuck on survival mode with these emotions of fear or anxiety or 
doubt or uncertainty or frustration or resistance to moving forward. So your subconscious mind is the part of you that becomes what I call programmed. And what that means is that from the time that you're conceived to the time that you're five or six years old, you are very, very spongy, meaning you are absorbing the world around you. You have no filter. And so all of the ideas or um, you know, emotions or beliefs that you are exposed to at that time be, become very lodged in because there's there's no filter. You don't have any way of analyzing or saying, mm, I don't really like that idea or I don't really think that fits for me. So as you can imagine, what you absorbed all depends on the environment that you're exposed to at that age. So, you know, children's brains are so neuroplastic, meaning they can be changed and they can be molded and they can be formed. And this is why, you know, we have parents so that there's that protection over the the sponginess of a child's brain. Um, I have a lot of nieces and nephews, I think 11, um, and uh, they're all under the age of 12 and they, uh, they're, they're just just watching them, they pick up on things so quickly and they um, parrot what their parents are saying. And there's just so much absorbing of the world around them. And so as you can imagine, your conscious and subconscious mind is picking up on beliefs and ideas about food and about health and about what's possible for you and about life and about God. And all of this is just in there. And it's essentially being programmed into your system. So then once it's programmed in, then the rest of our life, we're reinforcing these thoughts and these emotions and these beliefs, and they sort of reinforce and cycle through our life. And this could be positive or negative, depending on what was programmed in. So what happens is that the mind gets addicted to the thoughts and emotions and self-beliefs, just like our physical bodies become addicted to toxic foods, foods that's really hurting us that we know are not good for us. The mind gets addicted in the same way. And I've spoken to many, many people who feel like they wouldn't know who they would be without those emotions or those beliefs or those thought patterns or even certain daily habits. So we very quickly identify who we are with those beliefs and those thoughts and those emotions that may not even be our own. They may have been programmed in. And, um, you know, it's estimated that 90% of the thoughts that we think are not even our own. So even if that number is not necessarily accurate, um, there's a large majority of thoughts that we think that maybe are not even our own, uh, coming from our own heart or our own core, but they have been programmed in through the influences in our lives. So that's, that's survival mode. That is what's going on and why sometimes it's difficult to step off, off of that bridge and to really move across it and into creation mode. So one of the tools that I love to use to help you move forward is called EFT tapping, and it stands for Emotional Freedom Technique. And EFT tapping works with the limbic system, which is the emotional center of your brain. And that that part of the brain, it controls the autonomic nervous system. You can think of the autonomic nervous system as like your automatic system that is, is basically 
do is creating that programming without your permission. It's just creating emotions and thoughts and beliefs and and sort of running you without your express permission. And um, I experienced this before I began doing this um, this work. I remember that my system was just so used to being in survival mode and programmed to live there that I would be just, you know, driving along, nothing bad was happening in my life, or I'd be standing in line at the grocery store and I would feel um, just chronic anxiety or agitation or frustration and not know how to work with it or how to deal with it. So what that meant um, that I, I didn't know is that my system had essentially been wired to produce the emotions of fear or anxiety or agitation or nervousness without my permission. Um, and, and those had been programmed into the system. So what the EFT tapping did for me is it helped me clear through some of those emotions kind of one at a time so that I could feel better and better and rewire my whole nervous system over towards a new state of lightness and peace. And so you can think of some of these emotions that get programmed in as almost like the slats on the bridge that are kind of leading you to creation mode. You have to take one emotion at a time and and clear it. So maybe the first slat on the bridge is uh, resistance to the unknown. You know, moving forward feels, you feel all this resistance. So we, we do some tapping on that resistance. And then maybe the next one is some anxiety about what life would look like if you, if you let go of this, um, this old, you know, habit or pattern or emotion. And that's the next slat on the bridge. And then maybe the next one is frustration that you haven't been able to move forward faster. And these are just examples, but you can kind of think of the tapping as helping you kind of move through those slats on the bridge, helping you move forward. We clear them one at a time. And then most people will get to kind of the middle of the bridge. And this is like a neutral feeling. People don't typically feel um, anxious or agitated anymore, but they don't necessarily feel inspired and full of life. And so what I find is that we need a tool to make the leap from that neutral position all the way over into creation mode where you feel inspired and excited about life and your heart is open and you feel joy and you feel peace. But there's a there's a still a good bit of the bridge to get across. And so this is where the tools of meditation and visualization really excel. And the reason for that is that um, you have to get into the operating system of your subconscious in order for it to be on board with these great changes you want to make. And remember, your subconscious mind doesn't speak the same language as your conscious mind. Your conscious mind, you know, speaks in, in, you know, words and it thinks in terms of linear time and numbers and that's the language of your conscious mind. Your subconscious mind, however, its language is feelings and emotions and images and pictures. That's its language. So you can imagine that if you close your eyes and your nervous system is calmed down, it's not agitated or frustrated or, you know, kind of overstimulated anymore. You close your eyes and everything is really calm. 
and you envision what it is that you're wanting to achieve or that that experience that you're wanting to have. You're wanting to feel more joy or more lightness or more, you know, a greater ability to move forward in your health. And you see that picture in your mind and you feel it in your body. What you're doing is you are communicating to the subconscious mind that it's really safe, you know, to move forward. It's safe to keep moving across that bridge. So I just want to dive into a little bit of the science so that you know what's going on here. So you've probably heard the term electromagnetic. And um, there is an electromagnetic field that is all around our bodies. It's an invisible field, and it extends about 6 to 12 feet in every direction. So you can sense people's electromagnetic fields sometimes, but you can't see it. And we sense it when you know someone walks in a room and maybe they have a very sunny, lighthearted, you know, um, sense about them. Or when someone is really depressed or negative, you're going to feel or sense that electromagnetic field. Okay. So, um, let me break it down a little bit more. Thoughts are electric and feelings are magnetic. So, uh, a visual or a picture or an intention or a thought of what it is that you're wanting to create, what you're wanting to step into that it gets sent out. So when you think that thought or that you have that intention, that picture in your mind, you send that out, that's an electric signal that goes outward. And then a feeling is magnetic. So when you're feeling the emotions of joy or peace or lightness or openness to possibility, what that is is that's a magnetic um, energy and it, it draws it back in. So the thought sends a signal out, the feeling draws it back in. So it's electromagnetic. So as you can imagine, when your electromagnetic field is working and it's it's um, peaceful and light and open and loving and compassionate, then what you're doing is you're sending this signal to your autonomic nervous system that that's who you are. And that's this, that's, it's safe to live in that. It's safe to be that person rather than the old, you know, programmed mindsets that you might've been living in this whole time. So, so that peaceful, light, compassionate, loving, open electromagnetic state not only is going to help you create something new in your life, because that is the energy that you're taking into whatever it is you want to create, but it also puts your whole system, your autonomic nervous system into a healing mode because the body can't heal in a stress response. It can only heal in a relaxation response in that state of lightness and peace because it's sending a signal to your deeper mind that it's safe to move forward and it's safe to heal. So of course, I have an exercise to help you do this, a tapping meditation visualization exercise, and I share this at the retreats. So to get the full experience, just come to a retreat. And um, the the key takeaways here, though, that I, that I want you to, to get from this audio is rather than you know, blaming or berating yourself or labeling yourself, learn how to work with your subconscious mind, learn the EFT tapping, the meditation and the visualization so that you can take that, uh, that, that bridge across to creation mode more and more often. And the more often that you do it, the more you're literally rewiring your subconscious mind 
to, to, to do that whole process much faster. And then you get to live in creation mode. So to get more on this, you can go to anahines.com for coaching. You can go to nakedretreats.org to have the full experience. And I would love to see you, to meet with you. And uh, I hope this information has brought some more compassion into your experience and, and maybe given you a sense of possibility that you don't have to stay stuck. There is so much potential in being able to move forward and to feel free. 